Hello, happy campers. Right. We have returned episode two of Backrack Video. Oh, along with who the thunk? Like I said, I'm Spike, and that's Chris. We are going to be actually turning it over to Chris this week. He's going to be talking about now. Okay, let me let me re-explain the concept real quick. Backrack Video, the backracks in the video store was where all the good old stuff was because all the stuff in the front of the store sucks. Okay. So. Every week we look at something older that we think you should, Give it we a would try. suggest to you. Give it a try. Basically, if we owned a video store, this is what we would be suggesting to some of you. Yeah, and, so. and we also will be going through genres, different genres, and, and, you know, we'll talk about certain actors and their careers, and we'll talk about TV shows, and we'll talk about, you know, special effects and stunts, whatever. You know, movies that... You may have forgotten exist, or you that did you didn't not even know. know. Yeah, you didn't even know existed. So, so. yeah. So trust me, for all you guys who are watching this show right now, you owe Ray Harryhausen a lot more credit than you ever gave him. So, mm. especially if you don't even know the name, we'll we'll clue you in some other time, <laughs> some other episode. But for now, Chris, take it away. Yes. So, today we are going to be talking about 90s kids movies, okay? Now, first of all, let me explain, alright? Back in, and yes, I'm going to say this, back in my day, right. we didn't go... Back in <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't get home until the streetlights came on. You remember that? Oh, I was up till like 3 or 4 o'clock every morning. Go right in. Or he was older than me, but I was up at four o'clock in the morning listening to Chicken Man on Double Q. So, because oh, they had wow. to burn the episodes off somehow. <laughs> but uh, I remember I'm, I'm one of like three people in the state of Kentucky who remember Chicken Man. Go ahead. I remember during Halloween, and I will mention this again on our Halloween uh, episode in October. But like I remember in school, they would give you like glow in the dark stickers. And like uh, pumpkin pills, and you would go out and trick or treat until like ten o'clock at night. Nowadays, it's like for two hours, and it's the sun's still up. And, uh, and it's from people's trunks because nobody trusts you on the street. Yeah, time. you got you gotta go like boo around town or like trunk or treat type of stupid stuff. And it's like it it. Back then, we had freedom. Okay, now. Hashtag free range children. Go ahead. Yes. Now, kids' movies always had adventure, fantasy, and there's always an animal involved. They don't make kid movies nowadays. Now, am I right? Seriously, when I mention the movies, you're going to be like, wow, you know what? They don't make these movies anymore. What's up with that? I have a few bars. Let me see what I... Well, I brought two movies with me. Well, actually, more than two. First of all, I brought this movie, Jungle to Jungle, starring Tim Allen. This movie is basically about... Tim Allen plays a dad who got a divorce and never told him that he is actually a father. He goes and gets the divorce. He's... He's like marrying some really stuck up woman who's like rich. 
and he goes to find his wife because the marriage is still, you know, annulled or whatever it's called. And he finds out he has a son. Of course, they lived with like this tribe for like on an island in the middle of the Amazon for like, I don't know how long. He's like 13 years old now. So all he knows is the way tribes work and, and all of that stuff. So Tim Allen is like convinced and just taking his son that he never knew he had to New York City. So it's like a fish out of water story, but it's so much fun and wild and crazy and just plain awesome. It's a really good movie. It's funny. Then I've got a family pack here that has multiple films, four films. And if you cannot tell, we have The Little Rascals, Casper, Flipper, and Leave It to Beaver. Now I'm going to be really honest. I bought this because Little Rascals, Casper, and Flipper. I did not like Leave It to Beaver. But, eh, you know, whatever. The Little Rascals is a classic movie. I know you've heard of The Little Rascals. And I'm not talking about the TV show. Even though the TV show was classic. But everybody knows this movie. Mm -hmm. Casper, starring Christina Ritchie and, what's his name, Bill Pullman, I think it is. Bill Pullman, yeah. Bill Pullman, yeah. Fantastic movie. A different look on Casper that, honestly, it gave like that spooky but really fun and comical vibe. Because with the three uncles, Stinky... Oh, what were their names? Uh, I'm trying to remember the ghostly stinky. trio, yeah, and Fatso. Fatso, yes, <laughs> who were hilarious. And during that time, you got to remember, family comedy dark worked because we're talking about, I mean, like the Adams Family movies. It, it Casper kind of just lined up right in that same arena of just like kooky fun. Was spooky, you know. Well, yeah. Flipper, I listen. I'm nuts about Crocodile Dundee. Okay, this movie was like the first movie I saw where he was not playing Crocodile Dundee, and I'm talking about Paul Hogan with Elijah Wood. And of course, if you know the TV show Flipper, then you know it's 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 a it's a show about a dolphin yeah but it was really good i liked it leave it to beaver it's just about an annoying kid on the block kind of like dennis the menace except dennis the menace was kind of more likable i guess you could say <laughs> he just seemed to be more likable than leave it to beaver in a way but which what? is which is weird because the original tv show leave it Beaver Cleaver was a lot more palatable than Dennis the Menace was. Yes. But, I mean, even the Dennis the Menace movie as well that came out in the 90s. Dennis the Menace was, like, always terrorized his neighbor, played by Walter Mathau. 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 Yeah. Anyway. He was and slumming. Then it was like you got this small, perfect neighborhood with like white pink events and stuff like that. You got this one kid that was just like a menace to society in 
kind of didn't mean to, but he just like, he kind of was like Bart Simpson, pretty much. Mm. But in the movie, you have Christopher Lloyd playing this street thuggish homeless guy that liked to rob houses. And then he kidnaps Dennis the Menace, and, you, you know, just, <laughs> it was just so fun. Do you remember? You don't remember? Oh, it is Never so saw good. this movie. It is really, really good. This is your, this is yours. This is really good. Yeah. But it, it was that fun adventure type of movies that, like, really, really just made you feel like you was unstoppable. Like, back in the day, it was like, you know, sticks and stones, you know, may break your bones, but words don't hurt me. Nowadays, it's like, oh, everything hurts me. You know, it's <laughs> kind of sad. Yeah. But I got a list of movies here, of kid movies, mm -hmm. that happened in the 90s that you may have heard of, you may not, you may have seen, but if you have not, go back and check these movies out. Little Giants, okay? Little Giants had Rick Moranis and Ed O'Neill from Married with Children who were brothers in a small town. One was famous, the other one was not. He was always, Rick Moranis played the little brother that was always in the shadows of his big brother. You can see why he sympathizes, right? <laughs> wow. And they decide to start a football team. And who would win would get, like, the, like, you know, his name on the, like a water tower with the older brother's name on it. And the little brother wants part of that. You know, he just wants to be noticed by his big brother, pretty much. So, you know, they start a, a small league of football players who are, like, these wild and... Crazy kids. Misfit, yeah. crazy kids. Kind of like Bad News Bears play yeah, football. Exactly. So it was, it was good. It was really good. It was fun. And you had a lot of sports movies back then as well with like Sandlots, The Mighty Ducks. I mean, oh my goodness. Like, they were just, ooh, great. I'm sorry. The nostalgia of the 90s. I remember Disney went all meta with the Mighty Ducks, too, because oh, Disney yeah. actually the, <laughs> had a, actually bought an NHL franchise in Anaheim, California, and named them the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. So, the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, the NHL team. And that was, <laughs> they eventually, I think, became the Ducks, but they changed into something else now, I think. But, mm, yeah. I don't care. Hockey. Mm. But then you had movies like Matilda. Which was actually a fairly decent movie. Yeah. yeah, about a little girl that had powers, and she's in a family that she was the smartest kid in the family because the family was like really like, oh, I, I don't want to say trailer park. They were hard, but they were mm -hmm. yeah, played by Danny DeVito and uh, Rachel Perlman or Sarah Rhea Perlman. Rhea Perlman, his his real his, life wife. Yeah, they did that as for fun. Yeah, yeah, who also wrote and directed. The Matilda movie, yeah, as well, and it was just a great fantasy story. It, it was just, it was another good one. Uh, Hook, Steven Spielberg's Hook. I have a Hook. Yeah, 
Yeah, Robin Williams played an adult hook. An adult Peter Pan, yes. Because Dustin Hoffman was hook. And all anybody did that year was do, do Rain Man as Captain Hook. So, I'm a hook. I'm a hook. It's a hook. That was good. Honestly, Hook was actually, like, to me, the best Peter Pan story I've ever heard. I will give Hook credit for one thing. Because of Hook, we got Fox's Peter Pan and the Pirates, where we got the real oh, honest-to-goodness yeah. Hook, Tim Curry, which was... Oh, my goodness, I forgot about that, those. That was so, oh. so much better than it deserved to be, but... Yes. And that's another one you don't see anywhere anymore. You really got to hunt for oh, Fox's Peter Pan and the Pirates. Thank you. That's so good. Yes. <laughs> yes. You, you'll, you'll notice as he goes through in, the, in all these 90s kids movies, you'll see movies going to TV and TV coming to movies. Just about all the ones you oh, said yeah, on that multi-pack are spinoffs. They're remakes of... Little Rascals yeah. and Casper and Dennis the Menace and <laughs> Leave it to Beaver and stuff. But it's just, it was part of the synergy back then. Yeah, and and it just it just kept going. Until Nick, like, Nickelodeon almost perfected it there because they were doing like Rugrats movies and Wild Thornberries and oh. Good Burger, which we were just talking about Good Burger, Good Burger. 2 Actually, in Good the pipeline. Actually, Good was on the list too. Good Burger. Yes. Good Burger. Now, now you're actually talking about something I know because uh, Keenan Thompson and Kel Mitchell, those, those two guys would kind of be like, kind of like a kid version of say Eddie Murphy and Chris Rock. Okay. <laughs> and Keenan Thompson, of course, he's known for SNL now. Kel Mitchell, I don't know what Kel's doing. I honestly, don't. I, I don't think Kel has to do anything, but. Uh, Except drink orange soda. But he's uh, just... The, the synergy you saw between TV and movies, especially once the FCC started cracking down on, on uh, advertising in kids' shows and educational informative shows and murdered Saturday morning television. Thank you oh so much, Tipper Gore. I blame her, little hussy. But anyway, <laughs> what else you got on your list? Uh, we already talked about Georgia the Jungle on our last uh, on geeking out because we were talking about Brandon Fraser. That's yeah, another TV remake from the '60s. Jay Ward, my goodness, that was. Uh, was... Could talk about doing something with nothing. Jay Ward could do no wrong because Jay Ward did Georgia the Jungle and Rocky and Bullwinkle and P Mr. Peabody and Sherman and. Dudley Do Right and so many others. He was, he was like a high class Hanna Barbera. But good stuff. Richie Rich. Oh. Listen, Macaulay Culkin was the kid in the 90s, okay? I mean, after Home Alone, his career skyrocketed for like four or five years and then it disappeared for a while. But like in those years, oh man, we're talking about like. Great kid trouble comedy, you know, like he was always that kid that was into everything, like Dennis the Menace and caused the ruckus. But at the same time, it was like, man, these movies are like, you know, they were they they hold a special thing. Richie Rich is just a spoiled rich kid 
in a mansion with a family that are rich, but they're not stuck up, really. Mm-hmm. And now the riches were never stuck up. Yeah, in the comics, they, but. they, they like the was it their butler? No, it was the butler Hamlet. Cadbury and their and their robot maid Irona. Yeah, I keep I keep wanting to call her Iron Maiden. I don't know why, but. <laughs> But the movie itself was and just... His, and his Dollarmation dollar. Oh, yeah. 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 Not a Dalmatian, a Dollarmation. He's got little dollar bills instead of yeah. spots. It is such an awesome concept, and it's one that deserves to be resurrected because it's just one of those things it focuses on little kids. Yeah. And it's the kind of thing little kids would look like. Is wow, that's so cool. Yeah. It was, to have it was... all the money in the world and not be as stuck up as, like, Uncle Scrooge. Because Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Scrooge needs to get... Uncle Scrooge was an adrenaline junkie. He needed his fix before he became presentable. Sure. Richie Rich. Richie Rich always had the heart of gold. His heart was always in the right place, but he could always find the longest way to do anything. Because, honestly, Richie Rich, any position, any problem you give Richie Rich, he could solve in, like, the first panel of a comic book story because he'd just pay everybody off. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a good movie. Actually, I think you can find that one on. You'll have to uh, hunt. You'll. I know I saw that somewhere. I just can't remember where it was. But yeah, that was a good one. Uh, of course, Home Alone. Again. Uh, wow, another Macaulay Culkin movie, The Page Master. Boy, thank you so much. <laughs> Is that a meh or a... <laughs> I was getting tired of Macaulay Culkin with, uh, with the first Home Alone movie because just how overexposed it was. The Page Master. I, I'm not going to say a thing about the Page Master because their heart was in the right place again. But uh, Another movie that was mm-hmm. overdone because I loved it, but I kept on thinking... How many times do you have to save this whale? But I'm talking about Free Willy. Willy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Free Willy was a good movie, good concept, with a good soundtrack by Michael Jackson. But then they went in to do the sequel, third, fourth, fifth. And it's like, okay, let the whale die. Seriously, like, you know, how many times do we have to say this? Thing? You know, for, you know, <laughs> Willie was actually a killer whale, so he could have just killed everybody <laughs> like that. But no. But I remember the first time, like when the first movie came out. I remember the only reason why anybody actually wanted to see Free Willie was not just because it had to do with a big, big whale. But that scene where the kid's out there on the rocks, he raises his hand, and the whale jumps over him to where his fingertips touch the bottom of the whale. Mm-hmm. Of course, that also gets ruined with Family Guy in two different ways. Family Guy ruins everything. There's a scene where the whale, yeah, falls on him, and I don't know if it was Family Guy, but there was something else where the whale did it, and the whale had a, uh, an erect... And the kid gets slapped. <laughs> Sounds more like Rick and Morty than anything else. Yeah, so that uh, movies like Heavyweights. Probably the only oh, Ben gonna... Stiller movie 
that I will actually watch. Okay, you're going to have to hum a few bars. That All right, Heavyweights is a, a movie about a, a kids at a fat camp. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember. Yeah, uh, it was actually directed, I believe, by Ben Stiller as well. And the fat camp is like, you know, it's just all these kids, famous kids from famous movies. You had the kid that played in, uh, in the Adams Family, the kid, two of the kids from Mighty Ducks, uh, Sandlot, you know, there was a bunch of movies, okay, a bunch of kid movies back then that, you know, if you saw these kids in other films, you're like, oh my goodness, that's so-and-so, you know, it was fun, but anyway, just a bunch of heavy set kids having fun during the summer, and then all of a sudden, new owners take over the camp, and they decide to turn it into a uh, weight loss camp or whatever. So the guy is like nuts about gym and working out and makes the kids lose weight and enter a competition and so on and so on. And he's really extreme. But it was such a fun movie. It was good. Oh. The Flintstones. Surprisingly, the Flintstones movie. Look. We gotta we gotta sit down and talk about uh, John Goodman one of these days. Oh yeah, definitely. That's a, that's another episode of Backrack Video. I'm I'm looking at doing is slob humor. Slob humor. Oh. Either gonna be about slob humor or Doug Kenny. I'll tell you, I'll explain it later. Slob but, humor. You have to. Well. But John Goodman in in the Flintstones. <laughs> all right, I'll give you that one. Tell them what what all actually happened. In that. I mean the Flintstones basically. I mean, if you don't know who the Flintstones are, then you really are stupid. Sorry, I'm just going to call you out. You're stupid. Sorry, sorry. Actually, no, I'm not. You're stupid. Listen, the Flintstones, based off of the cartoon, is the live-action movie that was actually good. <laughs> you didn't think it would be good, but it was actually fun. You had John Goodman... As Fred Flintstone, you had Rick Moranis as Barney Rubble. You had <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell as, I can't it's remember, Betty. as Betty. And I don't know the actress. There's always one. He can't remember her Yeah, there's moment. that one. And I don't care enough to be able to tell you. It's probably but, Scarlett Johansson in an early role. I don't, I, we'll say this. There's always Scarlett Johansson in an early role. I don't even know she was born when that movie came out. But anyway... Uh, it's it's basically the Flintstones, you know, showing their life, and Fred ends up like the. So I'm trying to remember. It's like you can move up in management. Like they they made a like the company that they work for is like, hey, we need an escape goat because we're in trouble. So let's get these workers to. Like, take a test, and whoever wins, that will be our scapegoat. So, they're taking a test. Barney ends up uh, switching out the test because he knows his buddy, Fred, is, like, failing at it. And he thinks, you know, he's trying, he's, he thinks he's doing a good deed. So, he does it. Fred ends up becoming, scoring higher than everybody else. Gets up there. 
and now he's higher up he's getting all this money and now he has to choose to fire a bunch of people which includes his friends best friends and then he finds out that the company has a secret and yada 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 but it it was it was really a fun film to watch yeah corporate downsizing is always fun for yeah. our family <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean those movies i mean like the 90s kids films back then that like i mean wild america I mean, you remember wild america it was a TV show about nature, okay? It was about these brothers that actually went out and caught on film things that nobody else can catch of like bears and eagles and all kinds of stuff like that. And they made a movie called Wild America based on the brothers. And that was, oh, I love that movie. I can't find it, but I want it so badly. Uh, there's so many out there. I mean, the Adams Family movies, there's, it just, the list keeps going. And if you really pay attention, they don't make those movies nowadays. There is no actual kids' movies. And I'm not talking about Disney cartoon films or superhero films or Harry Potter. I'm talking about kids going on an adventure. Kids being kids. They don't think kids are a market anymore. You can see that you can see that reflected in how Disney Channel and Disney XD are treated. You can see it in how Nickelodeon's treated. You can see it sad. See how Cartoon Network's been treated. Heck, even Boomerang, which basically was kids shows from the past. That's been adulterated into who knows what by now. Nobody in Hollywood respects kids as an audience anymore. Not even Nickelodeon does. All they still have is that green slime. But it's that's just been endemic. There, there needs to be a concentrated effort to get back to addressing children directly. Believe it or not, the, the best things I've seen here recently have actually been things like the Tuttle Twins. Which is a just is. streaming a streaming show on uh, the Angel Studios app about kids who go back and forth in history with their Jewish grandmother to learn about different different aspects of America and stuff. Hmm. But that honestly, that's the only kids show I could name from the last five years. So. See, that's the thing. Like there were so many of those shows back then. Like shows like that. There was a show called Wishbone. Mm-hmm. Well, Ghost Rider. PBS Kids used to... Oh, we could do a whole thing about kids' shows, like Fox Kids and yeah, PBS Kids Go and uh, I mean, you had, the Kids WB. Oh, yeah. I mean, you had it all. I mean, and like you said, even the movies was turned into cartoon shows. Like, I mean, there was a Back to the Future uh, cartoon series about, uh, oh, uh, Doc's Kids, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had, there was a show, and I kid you not, there was a show called James Bond Jr. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember that. I, I mean, <laughs> there, was, there was so much going on. And and even, you could even go into the, the Disney afternoon stuff. I mean, for goodness sake, 
DuckTales throughout a movie. Oh, oh. Uh, we should save that for a whole new show as yeah. well because there's so many. Just just to get into the relationship oh. Goofy had oh, yeah, with the Disney afternoon. Oh. Well, no, he did a Goofy oh, well, movie yeah. and then he did the TV show and then they did oh, the movie based yes. on the TV show. So it's... That's that's for another time, though. But. Yeah, but I mean, you gotta see what I'm saying. I mean, by the list that I gave you, there's that was that was all '90s. There's plenty of material to be mined there from the '90s, because that was really was the last hurrah of the kids, yeah. kid stuff. But and now, and I, that might be part of what's wrong with this generation too. To be honest, it's like yeah, they, they don't never, have nothing they, like that. They were never allowed to have stuff of their own. It's like you'll. Put your eye out, but then it's like, well, if you don't do it, then you'll never learn. Yeah. You know, that's how we was doing it in the 90s. It's like... The closest thing to a kid's show now is Stranger Things. Something I would let a kid watch. That is actually true. Stranger Sorry. Things is a... I think that's why... That is the kid's show kids shouldn't watch. And that's mm -hmm. the thing. Like, I mean, anybody can do a science fiction show, but the fact that they wrote these kids as kids... I think that's why Stranger Things was like the, is the best on television. That's why it reverberates. Yeah. Even because they it, respect their source material. Yes. Even the remake of It, the first movie, the reason why everybody loved it was because of the kids. They actually talked and act like kids. Mm -hmm. And it's like it it's like that magic. It's like, yeah, you know, this is why we like it. But but again, I wouldn't let a kid come go within a zip code of watching it. No, Any, either version. But. but, okay, I'll give you another one, all right? Let's just put this out here, because this is really something that has bothered me. Boy Meets World, okay? I grew up with Boy Meets World. That show was amazing. Did it deal with adult problems? Yes, it did. But once in a while, not every episode. When they did a show called Girl Meets World, these two girls did not talk like their age at all hmm? there was adult problems every episode life lesson to learn every episode it got like oh you're preaching to me now it was like this was what it feels like you're preaching to me stop it <laughs> it's like i know these things these kids are too young to know these things why are we worried about this well it's the same reason they have they keep trying to gender confuse children. Children are a resource to be exploited to make a message. And that's part of the reason why we don't see that many t kids shows or kids movies anymore either for that matter. Nobody treats kids with respect. Nobody treats kids with respect. You know, the only people who are, are treating kids with respect right now, Christian filmmakers. That's the only ones I'm seeing because they want the kids to learn. Uh, actually, the last thing that I probably would have shown kids would have been, uh, oh, what was the one Warren Buffett did? Money Kids, Money Team, something like that. It was, it was a little while back on PBS, but it was Warren Buffett, the billionaire, who, who would host a, a, show, a cartoon show for kids to teach them about economics and economic issues and stuff. And even that's one of those smarmy, smarmy, educational, informative things. It's not like it was Beetlejuice. 
Which the TV show was awesome for kids. The movie, eh, not so much. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's kind of what they did. I mean, it was just like, back then nobody really cared. Yeah. You know? And, it and, was and again, free range children. But it, it's like, there's a whole difference. So it's like, if you, if you want that nostalgia, if you remember any of these movies, or if you, if you want to experience stuff like this, and how amazing it was, then there's a whole list of movies out there. I mean, that's how I found this list. I just put in uh, kid, 90s kids movies, and there was a whole list, and I was just sitting there going, oh, wow, oh, wow, yes, yeah, you know. I was just, like, nostalgia all over the place. Like, I was just like, oh, my goodness, this is awesome. So, yes, I mean, there's so many. And I, and I will leave you with a little... Uh, knowledge from the 90s kids movies okay mm -hmm. what was the first kid actor to make one million for a movie first kid actor to earn one million for a movie ross perot no 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 he was just the size of a child i'm sorry he's actually 80 90 years old I don't know, Macaulay Culkin, I guess. Joke. Yes, Macaulay Culkin. But now, guess what movie? Now, I know he's not going to get this, and you won't either, but... The Good Son. No, but very good mention right there. The Good that Son was not is, a kid's is movie. actually a good movie. That was though. not a kid's it's movie. It's not a kid's movie. Oh, I'll show that to the kids. Not a kid's movie, but a very good movies. <sighs> That's part of the problem with kids' movies. We sit here and we start talking about kids' movies. We start talking about other things been in that you should never show children. Okay, what movie? So we can go ahead and wrap this and move on with our lives. The movie was My Girl. Oh, Lord. Yes, My Girl. <sighs> but on, on, the, on the good note, he dies in the film, so... Uh, <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> nah. You're so bad. <laughs> But I mean, there I, is, hate <laughs> I really did. I did back then. I hated his guts. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there was some really great movies back in the '90s. If you know any movies that I have not mentioned, or any movies, or if you guys want something for us to talk about on this new show of ours, please, any genre, uh, actors, uh. Whatever. Should I put you on the spot? Yeah, go ahead. We're, we're talking, we're, t we're discussing behind the scenes about uh, dedicating an issue, an episode of Geeking Out to determining whether Star Trek is actually worth watching or not. Oh, you know what, maybe we shouldn't. No, uh, no, no, we must confront <laughs> this, okay? No. I, here's the thing, uh, where do you... Talking about Star Trek, where's the cutoff line? When did it start? When did it stop being cool, and when did it start sucking? I've got an idea. We've got somebody who else who has an idea. He doesn't want anything to do with it. He can go skip moderator or something if he wants. But I can tell you what I my opinion would be. But that would be coming up shortly on Geeking Out. Until next time, I'm Spike. He's pissed off. I'm Chris. <laughs> he's, he's pissed off Chris. Unbelievable.
I told you, don't you get me started. So, I don't know. Well, if you guys want anything, just... Till next time, whowhatwhere at gmail.com. You can visit us on the Facebook page. You can tweet us. You can DM us. You can do... You can just sit there and write it on a piece of paper, put it on a brick, and throw it through the windows. I don't care. I'm moving soon. So... <laughs> Until next time, we will see you in the in the backrack video store. So, ta. See you.